This is Bodner Live, a live video talk show and podcast, and your destination for trending topics in marketing, advertising, branding, and business. Straight talking marketing maverick, Bodner Dos Santos is your host. Here's Bodner. Hey everybody, welcome to the show. I'm your host, Wagner Dos Santos, and this is Wagner Live, the marketing midweek wrap-up. And today, I will be giving you a midweek check-in with commentary on the top news in marketing, advertising, branding, and business from where we left off on Wednesday, January 25th to date. So let's go ahead and get started. First of all, um, I want to um, make mention that this live broadcast of the Marketing Midweek Wrap-Up is several days late. So there's a reason for that. I won't go into detail, but for my replay uh, video viewers and podcasters, I wanted to make sure that the recording was perfect for you guys, and it was not of great quality. So... Um, keep in mind that, A, if you're watching this or listening to it a little later than usual, or if you're here live, well, that's the reason. And I'm going to be, I, I had kind of prepared some stuff about the big game. And what I was going to say was, oh, the big game is going to be happening on Sunday. We're going to have great commercials. And who's going to win? You know, the Falcons or the Patriots? Well, we know who won now, and man, was that a game. Was that a game? Um, I'll tell you, whether or not you like football, that was quite a historic game to watch. And uh, I'll tell you what, myself and many others that were watching the game, I'm pretty sure thought that it was a done deal um, at halftime and that the Falcons were going to take this. There was um, very little expectation that the Patriots were going to come back. And man, did they come back. What a beautiful, beautiful, beautiful comeback. And um, yeah, really, really exciting game. Historic in so many ways, including the overtime. Um, the commercials were actually really interesting. And of course, everybody looks forward to the commercials for the big game. Now, I, will, um, I am going to be recording a special marketing midweek wrap-up this coming Wednesday. And instead of my usual show, I'm going to be reviewing the commercial spots. So isn't that going to be fun? I'm going to be reviewing all the spots um, and talking about those that uh, maybe didn't perform so well, those that I think performed better, those that were eh. And so we're going to, we're going to talk about that. So be sure to Tune in for that live, although it will be available uh, also via video recording. I don't think it'll translate very well for audio podcasts because I'm going to be playing commercials that you really kind of have to see. So I think we're just going to keep it to video, but definitely check it out. It's going to be fun. And uh, we're going to we're going to talk about the the commercials from a marketing strategy and creative standpoint. But um, I want to go over some interesting facts. First of all, 90 percent of advertisers are viewing their programmatic ad contracts as they seek more transparency. And that's according to a report from the World Federation of Advertisers. Now, programmatic advertising, programmatic buying has really taken off over the last decade as a way to better, more efficiently buy digital ads, 
and and then serve those ads to the right audience. Now, programmatic buying has been something that um, traditional media has also been influenced by and has been trying to adapt. But as good as programmatic media buying has been, it's also been um, it's also been questioned by a lot of agencies and media buyers um, and advertisers as to the quality that they're receiving. So uh, for those of you that are in the business, you'll know that this is something that has been questioned quite a bit and a lot of media buyers have been auditing very carefully their buys to ensure that they're getting what they're paying for. So uh, not surprised that um, these, uh, uh, these ad contracts are under scrutiny. And let's see what else we have here. Ad blocking also continually in the news. A uh, new report shows that ad blocking is up 30% and that this is a, this is a study from PageFair. Uh, and they also show that the publisher's use of ad block walls resulted in the majority of users simply leaving their sites. And on the other side of the fence, anti-ad blocking startup SourcePoint raised $16 million from Spotify's investors. And SourcePoint's technology helps publishers get money lost to ad blockers uh, back. And now it wants to help the publishing industry get more consumers to pay for content. So there's this tug of war going on with ad blocking. And I dedicated... Uh, a few shows to the topic, one very recently in my Periscope show, the Wagner, Li Wagner Live Insights, and I talk about how ad blocking is really the result of consumers not feeling that they're receiving the appropriate ad content, the right content at the right time at the right place. And it's not because even though consumers may say they don't want to see ads, um, they do. Because advertising can be educational and informative to direct you to a product or service that meets the needs and the wants that you have. But it needs to be served at the right time, at the right place, and um, not interrupt your current activity. So the problem is that because advertisers are not very responsible with how they are uh, advertising and distributing and publishing their ads, that's why we're seeing a lot of ad blocking. So, uh, but I've talked quite a bit about that and um, I've also talked about Google and what they're doing. In fact, Google released its annual bad ads report and uh, they, uh, they said that they blocked 1.7 billion ads last year. So Snapchat, uh, nearly half of uh, Snapchat's revenue comes from ads in the Discover section. And so this is data that just came from eMarketer. And it showed that Snapchat generated uh, $149.8 million in revenue from ads in its Discover section in the United States last year. Huge. And Snapchat also has rolled out its self-serve option to move uh, to, to, to more ad buyers. And uh, this update allows advertisers to manage buying of Snapchat ads in-house via its API partners. Um, Snapchat is making a lot of moves. And this is uh, all around the period of time when uh, Snap listed its shares, uh, its shares, not chairs shares <laughs> on the New York Stock Exchange. And um, and so that was obviously very, very big news at the end of last week. 
um, Snapchat is also looking to become more accessible uh, as far as its advertising platform so that it's not cost prohibitive to some of the smaller brands. Um, and then Netflix, um, they revealed how it, they drive subscriber growth. And they said it's a combination of launching big original program titles and people becoming more aware and comfortable with internet television. Now I gotta say, I'm really excited with what Netflix is doing. Um, they have been definitely over the last decade or so, they have definitely been a strong force in streaming entertainment content and great quality. Uh, I, I would say, uh, I, I think you guys would agree that the quality of their program uh, is great. And um, they have been cleaning up at these traditional awards like um, the Golden Globes and the Oscars, which uh, traditionally have given awards to um, your, your standard platforms. And now we're seeing streaming services like Amazon Prime and Netflix uh, cleaning house at these um, at these shows, so uh, really really impressive, and uh, and and it's the future. I mean, when you look at um, when you look at Generation Z, they are very uh, influenced by um, any kind of streaming content, and they seek streaming content versus um, traditional TV. In fact, uh, Generation Z, as they age into owning or or renting their own home or apartment um they're not even turning on cable service they're only turning on internet and then they either have a roku or um or some other kind of streaming device so um so expect to see more developments with netflix and so netflix also this is really interesting so netflix um they have this uh this day that they call hack day and that's when the engineers at netflix uh do kind of a, a brainstorm and and i think it's really cool um richard branson does something similar at virgin where he allows his entrepreneurs um, at virgin to brainstorm and come up with new ideas that may or may not be the next big thing for virgin well netflix does something like this and at their most recent hack day uh the engineers came up with a way to control the service using your mind <laughs> imagine that so they came up with with some kind of prototype for new projects that allows you the the customer the user to control what you see using your mind um, I don't know if I need to tell you that that can be really dangerous <laughs> um, how about Facebook so Facebook um, Facebook is um, is rumored to be making its own TV app and uh, they hope that this is going to encourage users to watch longer videos on their special network which would have a special tab associated with it and there's a lot of um, a lot of talk around around video for Facebook also a lot of their developments with the Instagram platform but Facebook proper if you will is testing a feature similar to snapchat stories on Facebook and this test uh, is beginning only in Ireland 
and uh, they have plans to bring in more countries uh, in the coming months. So I don't know what that means in terms of, you know, if Facebook is going to be competing with its own Instagram platform in doing this. Um, but they're also doing a few other tests. Um, ads are also being tested in Facebook Messenger. And they began testing targeted ads in, uh, in Thailand and Australia uh, within Messenger. And so we're already seeing developments with the uh, bots through Messenger where the um, artificial intelligence infused bots can, uh, do you like that? AE infused, AI infused. Um, these bots are able to interpret your conversation and then serve up advertising and information based on your conversation and you know some examples I use is you can be talking about travel plans to Europe and then um, a bot from Travelocity uh, jumps in and gives you some ideas of, of flights you know so stuff like that is being uh, worked on but also some other types of interactive ads within Messenger as Messenger becomes more and more prevalent um, also the big thing in the news for Facebook is their push toward longer videos. They've been talking about this for a while and all the rumors seem to indicate and point to the fact that they are preparing to do mid-roll advertising on Facebook through, uh, through the videos that you supply. So what that means is there's a lot of money to be made from advertising mid-roll ads and video and if there's a lot of money to be made for facebook in that way then they're going to prioritize longer videos and right now what they determine longer videos are those videos that are over 90 seconds so um this changes the strategy for some video curators that were um, specializing in little clips that they would do and that was part of their strategy. They need to now change their game to look toward longer video because obviously if the video is longer, it will afford um, the sufficient amount of time for an advertisement to, to be played during that. So keep in mind um, that because of this, if you are a video content producer that aim towards longer video and you're going to succeed because the longer the video, um, the more likely the algorithms on Facebook are going to um, allow for your video to be more visible to the full audience. So big, um, big recommendation there for you guys uh, that are doing video. Um, so that that's uh, the big thing I think really for for Facebook this year. We're going to see a lot more with video. We're going to see a lot more um, with respect to um, how they integrate Oculus Rift into the uh, the video experience. Um, and a quote from uh, Zuckerberg. Uh, on the matter if you watch most or all of a video he says that tells us that you found the video to be compelling and we know that completing a longer video is a bigger commitment than completing a shorter one uh, and he continues to say as we continue to understand how our community consumes video we've realized that we should therefore weight percentage completion more heavily the longer a video is to avoid penalizing longer videos well, that's our show for today. Thank you so much for joining me. And on Wednesday, in place of the Marketing Midweek Wrap-Up, as I'd mentioned earlier, uh, I will be hosting a very special show to review the big game commercials. 
and we're going to talk about the the commercial spots that aired during the big game um, and what was good about them, what was bad about them, and what was eh, mediocre about them. So um, be sure to tune in live on um, Facebook at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, 4 p.m. Pacific. And tomorrow I will be broadcasting the um, episode, another episode of Wagner Live Insights. And that's going to be at 3 p.m. Eastern Time, 12 p.m. Pacific on Periscope. And until next time, this is Wagner signing off. This has been another episode of Wagner Live. For replays, show schedules, and more information, till next time.